Hey there, entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Inside the Coach's Corner podcast, where we discuss strategies to help small business owners streamline operations and grow their business. You don't have to wing it. We explore a range of topics that small business owners like you face day to day, from marketing to sales strategies to funding to customer loyalty and more. So grab your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's do this with your host, Katrinka Duckworth. For business owners, our time is one of our most valuable commodities. We can't get more than 24 hours in a day, so we have to make the most of the time that we do have. Welcome to Inside the Coach's Corner, Tips for Small Business. I'm your host, Katrinka Duckworth. On this podcast, we help small business owners with strategies for long-term success, solutions for daily operations challenges, and managing the people that impact their business, including customers as well as employees. My guest today falls in the category of both strategies for long-term success as well as solutions for daily operations. Denisha Robinson is a virtual assistant and self-proclaimed bizbud. She offers virtual solutions that helps entrepreneurs take their business to the next level by providing a second pair of hands so that they can balance business with family and personal time. So let's get started. Hi, Denisha. How's it going today? It's great. And how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So as I mentioned that this episode is all about virtual assistance and how we can provide those virtual solutions for small business owners. I know that many years ago I heard about virtual assistants, so it's not anything new. I think I recall hearing about them back in the 90s and the early 2000s. But recently, I feel like the industry has really boomed. And do you have any insights on why that might have happened? Sure. It all started from the COVID pandemic when many businesses were offering their um, work from home opportunity. And a lot of persons took that opportunity to work from the comfort of their home, where they would be safe, mm-hmm. earning a living, but still being safe. This has transferred into a laptop lifestyle mm. where people are working from their laptop anywhere in the world, still earning a living. So it's all started from the COVID pandemic and it's going on ever since. I can definitely see how that would make that expansion. So talk to me about how you guys started with being a virtual assistant and what motivated you to turn it into a business? So it all started when I was in a Facebook group, which was, I think it's women helping other women. And I saw a post from Hannah She's digital nomad. So okay. she was offering a five-day VA challenge. So I, obviously I got curious. So I signed up for the challenge. And after doing it, uh, it was like, I've been doing these things all along, free of cost, not charging anyone. And I didn't realize that I could actually earn a living from my skills. Wow. So then after I did her program and I started I never looked back ever since I started being a VA because it's skills I have and it's and I have I have been doing it freely. So now I am just earning from what I've been doing all along. You know, a lot of us get caught up in doing this stuff for free and not realizing yeah. that this is actually a viable living. And yeah. you know, when I when I say that, I know a lot of the millennials and zillennials say, you know, they're not really looking forward to going into the office and doing a nine to five. And what you're doing or what you're expressing is showing that Yeah, you can do this on your own. You know, just stop giving away your services for free. (laughs) 
Exactly. Well, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that I heard from you is that you were in a Facebook group. And that lets me know or that gives a signal that the Facebook groups do work. I think sometimes there's a hesitancy thinking that, oh, you get caught up in, you know, stuff that's not really productive. But it sounds like that really worked out for you. And also you did a challenge, uh, which is something I've been thinking about looking into exploring a little bit more. So, you know, if you guys are thinking about whether or not you should start a Facebook group or do a challenge, it worked for Denisha. (laughs) Yes, it, it does. I use Facebook group as a mean of networking sometimes. It's not so much of what you can get, but the value you bring. So you need to bring the value as well as getting it. So if we're looking at it one side, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get, 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 but I'm not going to give, 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 then it won't work for you. And the challenge, I like challenges. I one person would like to go out and I would do it. And if I say, yeah, this is working out or this has value, you know, I will continue with it. So one thing I realized, being a VA, being in these groups and taking challenges, for me personally, it has to bring value. Mm-hmm. Once it has value, then it will, it will be okay. Mm-hmm. People will sign up. People will join the group. Well, and actually what I do like what I just heard from you is that you have to give as much as you get. And, you know, as much as we talk about collaborations, which is what we're doing today, you know, collaboration means that there's a mutual benefit. And, you know, I find that unfortunately, there are quite a few people out there that say collaboration and all they're looking for is what can I get from you? Right. So, you know, when you started up your business, it sounds like you, you started during the pandemic. What were some of the challenges that you had at that time? And have there been any challenges now that the pandemic has subsided? So one of the major challenges that I had was to like create a payment ease for my client because it's in the pandemic and we are digital. Everything is digital now. So I am new to the VA world and I'm working from the Caribbean. So I had to create a space where my client can pay me with ease. Another thing was work-life balance, balancing being at home with my children, having them online, doing their online classes and making sure that they're doing their online classes while working for my clients. I had to create a balance between that. Currently, the challenges are mostly putting out your service in a way that you don't want to be like you're just there trying to get your client. I'm trying to get someone to buy my service, but I'm not being the human. This is me. Mm-hmm. You're buying a service. Yes, you're buying my service, but you're buying it from me. Yeah. So one of the things, you know, is not to, for me personally, I don't want to like over humanize my service, but I am a human. And I, I'm the, I have persons say to me, oh, Basically, you're doing it wrong. But if I'm doing it wrong, I can't be doing it wrong. Or can I take me out of being my service or my business? I'm there. So, But I guess each person is different. Currently, the payment challenges overcome that. I did intensive search and I got to a point where my clients are comfortable you know, because of the scamming and everything, they're comfortable using these payment methods for my service 
And and I also learned to balance everything out. And because my children are back in school now, so that's great. So, yeah. That's something that I think is important, too, is understanding that you got to have a system that not just payment, because again, I I see a lot of people like, oh, I have Cash App, but there are so many other ways that you can pay and not everybody has Cash App. So, you know, looking at the different payment options and like you said, payment options where your audience or your customers are going to want to use because just because you have that option, that doesn't mean that that's what they want to use. And they might, you might lose a sale just because you don't have a variety of options. Me and my daughter, we have a a travel brand as well as uh, what I'm doing here. We added Afterpay and the Klarna and gave just a variety of options for people to pay besides, you know, credit card, PayPal and, you know, and we didn't do cash apps. So getting the payment issue was the, the biggest thing during the pandemic. But afterwards, it's it sounds like you want to be your authentic self and someone is saying, hey, you know, that's too much. But, you know, I really value authenticity. You know, one of the things I think that my clients tell me is that I'm really relatable and I break things down in a way that very understandable, you know, because, you know, all these facets of business, I mean, because, you know, I coach anywhere from pricing to marketing to, you know, startup and you name it, I'm there, right? I haven't niched yet, but I enjoy doing a variety. But one of the things that is consistent is that my clients say that, you know, you break things down in a way that I can understand. And so, you know, I, I think there is something that adds value to being who you are because, you know, I get clients and I get repeat clients and I get, and I get referrals. Yeah. So it's working for me. I think it's like what works for you, right? Right. Yeah, exactly what I'm saying is what works for you. You know, we're all different. It works for me. But then, you know, when someone would say to you, okay, I think you're doing that too much like. I really have to think about it and, you know, really consider what is it that I am doing too much. But it, it has worked for me. And one of the things I know, person, even if not my client, will reach out to me on social media and ask me things. And I say, oh, I will tell them, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. You know, you're this and that, you know. But sometimes don't let one of the things I'm trying not to do, let anyone get into my head and stay focused because once they start and you start thinking about it, you know, the whirlwind starts. Well, the proof is, are you seeing results, right? So if, you know, the way you do things might not be the way I get results and the way I do things might not be the way you get results. But in the end, to me, to know if something's working is, am I getting results? And that's the true test. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and I'm getting results because I have person coming to have clients right across the industry, right across the world. I've worked with person right across the world. And one of the things that why they keep coming back is because of me, me the, you know, the person, yeah. not only the service, the person. Right, yeah. because the services are the services and you can get those. Yeah. They're a dime a dozen. When people talk about markets being saturated, this is what we're saying. There's, all the markets are saturated. Forget that all the markets are saturated. But what makes you different is your special sauce and what you bring to the table. And they're okay. coming back to you for the sauce that you're cooking. <laughs> In what ways do you feel that a virtual assistant can help small business owners? You know, a lot of people are out here being solopreneurs. You know, we, we want to be a jack of all trades, but we're mad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're trying to do it all because we don't want, I don't know if it's a control thing or if you, you don't. <laughs> 
see the value. But, you know, where where do you feel that a virtual assistant can bring value to a small business owner? You know, one of the things small business owner, as you said, we want to do everything, including myself, because I'm a small business owner. And we don't realize that we have to stay like in our lane of genius. This is we. And then we have to get expertise, get expert advice. The virtual assistant can help small business owner in so many different ways from your admin, which includes their email, calendar management, social media management, their system, email marketing, a lot. It can help you to scale. A virtual assistant can help small business owner to scale their business, mm-hmm. to achieve your first six figure in business to streamline your business, whether you just want, you have already scaled, but you want it at a level that is manageable for you. So it can even help you want to go on vacation. You don't need to walk with everything. You have a virtual assistant working with you, communicating with you. you will, you're you on your phone anyhow, so they're communicating with you and everything is under control. One thing I'm big, I'm a mom, so I am big on family and spending time with family. And if you're a mom and a small business owner, you don't have to miss your children's events. You don't have to miss family time. So a virtual assistant can be there to help you out. You know, you can go ahead, go on that special, do do your self-care. Why are we not doing that anymore? We're busy working, we're busy scaling our business, but we're not taking care of us. That's the virtual assistant can help us small business owners in so many ways, so many ways. Yeah, and I know it's when just, I got a virtual assistant, I was like, oh my gosh, ooh. It was just such a relief, a weight off of me. And like you said, it's like, okay, well, I can't get to this. I I mean, I had a list of stuff I needed to do. And once I bought a virtual assistant on board, she was able to take some of the stuff off of my list. You know, the things that, you know, weren't, you know, I always talk about things that bring value or move the needle, like things that weren't moving the needle Mm -hmm. for me from as far as gaining new customers and bringing new services or, you know, doing more research so I can be a better help to my clients. So those little administrative things were really hindering me from doing the best that I could do for the clients that I had out here. So I definitely agree with all of that. Hey there. Are you a small business owner struggling to grow? Are you constantly feeling overwhelmed with day-to-day business operations? Or do you just want to take your business to the next level? Well, Harmon Business Consulting is here to help. We can help you create a plan tailored to your specific needs for long-term success. We offer everything from business planning to social media marketing to financial management and much more. So if you're ready to move your business forward, give us a call today at 213-833-9272 and let's get started. Now, you mentioned a lot of services that a virtual assistant can offer. Do you want to tell me the services that you offer with your company? Yeah, I do all things admin. I do social media management, email marketing, system automation. I love that. I love that. So I do that as well. When I talk about admin, I'm talking about client, booking your client, email management, calendar management, system management, software management, all of that. Right. So what does social media marketing look like from a virtual assistant standpoint? Because there's people out here that say that they're social media managers. And then you're saying that you do social media as well. Is that the same service or what does that look like? All right. So for a virtual assistant is like managing your social media. We 
Generally, it depends. So personally, for me, I don't create your content. I believe that you have your voice. You can create your content. I will go ahead and post your content. I will go ahead and nurture your audience and all of that. For a social media manager, they will be creating the content, the graphic. They will be on your platform more than you, doing everything, posting, commenting, and all of that. Okay. For a virtual assistant, it's a different aspect. So you're doing the posting and the engagement, like the comments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. That's good. All right. So that's the service. Is there any sweet spot for you, like as far as the services that you offer, like the thing that's your specialty? Well, I love all things admin, but I definitely, definitely love email management and I love system automation. I love to just put things together, like for it to come together and flow. So that's my special area so to speak. Email marketing, I'm getting in it, creating funnels and all of that. So that will be my three main areas. If I have to pull all my services, I will choose those three. Okay. So you said building the funnels. So that's when you email, you have a lead magnet or whatever, and then the the different flows of emails that automatically go out. Right, right. So you build that. What system right. are you using? I mean, I know different different businesses use different technologies. You know, what technologies do you use? I use Propoff is for course creation. I use ConvertKit, a calendar for to put my client there. So I use a variety of software. Notion is big now, so I'm on Notion. I like it to organize everything. I used to use Clipper, but not so much now, right? So... Basically, those are my main technology or software that I am using personally. Mm-hmm. But I do find that my clients will come with their own software that they are using. I generally don't say no because I like to figure things out. That's me. So if it's similar to what I'm using, then I'll say, okay, I am using this. It works for me. But if your software working for you, then I will learn your software. So I'll go ahead and learn it so I can offer value to my clients. So Good, good. Say I decide that I'm ready for a virtual assistant. You know, what should I look for when I'm choosing one? Definitely look at the skills. Look at what you want. So I always say to do a task audit. Do a task audit. As you said before, you had a list. So write down everything that you need to do and then you are going to say, okay, what you will be angling and what you want a virtual assistant to handle. Then you're going to look for a virtual assistant that has the skills and expertise to manage the tasks that you need them to handle. You're definitely going to look at availability because although you think virtual assistants work with many different clients, the availability and if that virtual assistant is reliable, you're not going to know if they're reliable until you actually start the service, but then you can start at a slow pace mm-hmm. and test the water as you go. Right, right. That's one thing that my daughter did recommend to me when, when I started. She's like, well, start slow. <laughs> she said, get yeah. a little bit and see how it works. And then, you know, then you can expand if everything is going well. So, yeah, that's good, good advice. If someone were to decide that they wanted to work with you, what does that process look like? How do you onboard 
or get to know your client's need? So basically my discovery call or clarity call, because I, like, I say clarity because that's where I used to understand call. I used to listen keenly to my potential clients, listen to the, what they are looking for. And then I see if I have the expertise or skill to match what they want. So I normally, it's 30 minutes, I normally sit, brief introduction, tell them about me, my services, listen to what they're saying. And then I will say, okay, I can do this, this, this. And if I cannot do it, then I will refer them to someone else that I know is in that area of that skills or expertise. I use my clarity call just to, just to dissect little things. We're not all going to be good fit. So that's the first part of knowing if we are actually on the same page or we're fit for each other. Right, right, right. Definitely. So do you offer like set packages or can you kind of customize the services? I do both. I have set packages and I customize my services because every client will be different. Some person will be looking for just one one thing and just one thing only. Other person will be looking for a variety of services. So I offer them that opportunity. We can build a package for them or you can do hourly, which I offer hourly where we can work by the hour based on what you can afford. Small business owners, you know, especially because they're not well established, if they're not well established yet, but they need the help. So I'm not going to stop them. I'm not going to say, oh no, I am here. I, we can work hourly. We can build a package for you right, right. or you can choose one that I already have. Right, right. And I guess that kind of helps you manage your costs. Like, you know what to anticipate paying. You can, it helps with your budgeting. Like, it's like, okay, I'm going to have to pay this much per month for some additional help here. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm big on solutions. So I don't, you know, I don't like to talk in theory. I mean, I do, but I don't. I mean, I like to get to the nitty gritty. So I love to give our listeners an opportunity to hear about value that you've added to one of your customers. So give me an example of a project that you might have worked on that helped your client out. Okay. So as I said, I love email management, right? That's my thing. So I had a client, he came to me, he was He's a small business owner and he was trying to bid for a big contract. So one of the things he he needs someone to manage his email because communication, right? So I took over his email and I was there communicating with the organization that he was bidding for the contract from. And based on my communication, stay on top of his email, make sure you don't miss any important messages from that particular organization he was given the contract which is something i am proud of because that helped him to earn his first six figure in his business as a small business owner yes (laughs) when he asked them why he was given because you know everybody bid it why he was given he's the small and when i say small business it's like a two him and someone else and the other big company he outbid. Well, not out, well, you could say outbid them, but it wasn't the bid that gave him the contract. When he asked them why, why he was given the contract, they told him because of his communication style. <laughs> Everything that he said, message was this act, every email was answered 
promptly, precisely, and to the point. And they could actually see that he mean business because of his communication style. And that was, so that's that was Denisha behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's amazing. I know it feels good, you know, when we see the results, you know, we're service providers and that's what we're here to do. And when we see those kind of results, it really makes it, I mean, for me, I know it makes me feel really good. It gives me that motivation to to keep going and knowing that my services are needed out here. So do you see any trends in the industry for virtual assistants? Like, is there, I mean, of course we have the chat GTP. Everybody's talking about AI. Yeah. yeah. Are there any other trends? Or if you want to talk about that trend, it's fine too. Well, yeah, the AI trend is there and a lot of virtual assistants jump in on it to help them. I do use AI, but I just, you know, like to be in my space sometimes. The trend really is the digital nomad lifestyle right now in the VA world where everybody is saying, oh, I don't have to stay here and stay at home and work. I can work from a coffee shop. I can work from in the park. I can work from any country. So that's a big thing. A lot of persons deciding as a virtual assistant to travel while working. So yesterday we had in the VA world, we had a conference, a big conference where they're talking about working from anywhere in the world and still earning an income. So that's the big thing right now. A lot of VAs jumping on it and exploring the world while earning. Yeah, I'm big on travel. So like I said, me and my daughter have a <laughs> So you say travel and I'm, I'm actually I'm out. I'm gone. So <laughs> with that said, I'm going to wrap up a little bit here. Do you have any big initiatives coming up or any plans to expand your services in the future? Yes, I do have plans. I'm currently I am working on a mini course because one of the things I realized like small business owners don't know how to do properly is the task audit or time audit or distraction audit because to see where they're spending most of their time and what or how they can get a virtual assistant to help them scale their business. So I'm currently working on a mini course or master. Yeah, mini course to help small business owners to dive in more and so they can streamline more and organize themselves so they can hire a virtual assistant to help them to scale their business. Basically, I am currently always, 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 always upskilling. So I'm always trying to learn new platforms, new software, and all of that because as a virtual assistant, Things change. We're kind of going to come to you with different things, asking for a variety of services, and you need to be on the ball. So I'm trying to be on the ball as always. <laughs> yeah, well... It makes me feel good. I, I will tell you that you're you're actually my first podcast guest on my podcast. And it makes me feel good because, you know, it's a little bit scary when you're doing a collaboration with someone and, you know, you're not sure exactly what service they offer. But what you've shown me is that, you know, you're well invested, you well researched, you provide value and you are really growing and, and, and trying to provide that support to small business owners so they can succeed. So I'm really sure. excited that you were my first podcast guest. I'm happy. You know, one of the things why I'm so big in small business owner, I grew up with a lot of 
my family, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my mother, still, my mother is still a small business owner. So I know what, basically, I know if my mother had the a virtual assistant or had the help, her yeah. business would not just be a small <laughs> business owner, you know. She would not be a small, she would continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. But then, back then, nobody knew of a virtual assistant and nobody knew how to get it done. So, yeah. So, Denisha, if someone wants to get in touch with you, how can they reach you? So, on Instagram, just Denisha underscore Robinson. And my email is Denisha Robinson, VA at gmail.com. So, you can reach me. Quickest way to reach me, though, is email. For Facebook, my business page is Peace and Love Virtual Services. And LinkedIn is the same. Great. So what I'm going to do is put that information down in the show notes. So if anyone wants to reach out to you, that information will be there. With that being said, thank you, Denisha, again, for being on the Inside the Coaches Corner podcast. And hopefully something that we've said today will be of value to both of our audiences. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share it with a friend. I think this is a lot of good information that you can share with your other small business colleagues that you have. And I think it will be bring value to them as well as the community. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Inside the Coach's Corner. We hope that something that was said was helpful and inspires you in your business journey. If you enjoy the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a review. It helps us reach more business owners like you. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams and building your business.